Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I am your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about how like the children you are turn into the adults you become. Does that make sense? Run that back one more time. How the children that you, the child you were, becomes the adult that you are. Okay. I was trying to get philosophical with with it, but you you got a little, it was a little (laughs) mystical. A little mystical. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, so today we want to talk about that. We talked a little bit about in a previous episode, like some of the things that we learned from our parents, aka us becoming our parents. But really, like, what are some of the childhood things that have really shaped who you are today? I think there's so much that we can talk about. So what would you say? Where are you going? I'm thinking big moments. On a previous episode, we talked about a journey map, doing a journey map for your life. Like, what would be the big, what would be the points on that map that you apply? You obviously can't chart everything. Yeah. So the first one I would say was having you. Me? Sister. Oh, my God, me? So. Me being born? Well, it was more or less me being responsible (laughs) for raising you, but sure. (laughs) Um, I think that from a responsibility perspective, that having you was the first time that I was like, I'm responsible for something important. (laughs) And the changing your diapers and making your bottles and taking care of you was the first thing that I can remember that I feel like had a significant impact. The girls are going to be just like that with this new baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I'm going to be trying not to. Why not? I think it's good. I I think, Aaron will be Elmira and she's going to squeeze and yeah. love the baby to death. <laughs> but Olivia will be good at regulating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She is a gentle giant. But, but I have to say, though, is although I like the person that I am, I wouldn't want to put that kind of responsibility in a child's head at all. Mm. Um, that I am very cognizant of the different life decisions that I've made. So like you said, that, that impact from this childhood experience and, and what it did to my adulthood and, and my thoughts right. is I would tell you, that's probably why I'm like, I have to be completely responsible and, and it's all on me. And, 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 mm-hmm. and some of the challenges that I've had in, in that regard, I would relate to that. Interesting. But I mean, you have like, one daughter who's like a super helper. <laughs> she got it honest, man. I'm like, so I think it's, I mean, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think it has to be like, you know, you're expecting them to raise the child. But I think that just both of their personalities, they're going to want to be very involved in helping. So I think you're just going to have that. Yeah. Naturally. I think I'm going to have to stop Olivia from Thinking she has responsibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's definitely going to feel responsible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she definitely will. Yeah, she's like a big sister for sure. For yes. sure. She thinks she's the boss already. <laughs> she knows she's the boss. It's not. There's, do you think she's not? I mean. Because, if I don't want this wrong. That's right. I'm like, uh, did you not get the memo? Okay. We all know who's running the house. So, So what about you? What? thing as your the earliest moment in your childhood that you think has impacted early early um 
I mean, the earliest one we already talked about. Rosa Parks is really the <laughs> early thing that I can remember. I'm trying to. Th- I have an early memory. Like I have lots of good memories from school. Yeah. When I was younger, but like I remember, like I think she was my first grade teacher, Miss Martin. Okay. Yeah. And she would always like play the guitar, and yeah. we would always just like be singing around. Wasn't she Hispanic? No. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, she was just like older white lady with like blonde, fluffy, you know, those like styles from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was just, and she had a very unique style. I remember that. Okay. So is that what well, yeah. you feel like you took from her? I mean, I think it, I don't know, she was just like a free spirit. Yeah, she was more free spirited and like you know, she was a teacher, musician, like, you know, she did her own thing, right? Yeah. I appreciated that about her. And it was very engaging. And, you know, I actually remember a lot of things from her class. Like, we did a lot of building and a lot of, you know, it was very interactive. And she really just wanted us to, like, explore. So your love of learning, you think, starts that young? Yeah, that actually probably was the start of it. But I That's had a, a really little, cool shout out. A, yeah, I, I never thought about that. Thank you, Ms. Martin. <laughs> but a, a lot of teachers at that school, though, were, they were. very similar. Um, like, so, so I don't know similar. if you remember, but it was uh, one of the first schools of its kind. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think they called it performing arts school, and it was like a elementary and middle yeah, which was rare at the time uh, to really be focused on like arts and how they intertwine with education. That I don't was know, good. like yeah. so in that time. I know they like taught Russian, and we had like I, I took violin. Yes, uh, I took violin. Flute. No, I'm sorry, I took viola. Is what it was. I didn't even oh, know that was a thing. Viola. Yeah, I took violin. I didn't take viola. Yeah, they had everything. They even had a harp. Like they literally had everything. Yeah, it was like. That school experience, I think, actually shaped a lot of why, like, my drive to work in education. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think every kid should have that experience. Yeah. We even had dance class. You were dance yeah, class? Yeah, I did all kinds of dance, Portuguese dance, <laughs> yes. all that stuff. Like, oh, my goodness, so much stuff. How long were you there? Only... Was it fifth grade? Was it sixth grade? Fifth to sixth? I think it was like fifth to seventh. Fifth to seventh? Wow. Yeah, I was there from kindergarten? Yeah. To seventh grade. Really? Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely brought that into my adulthood to give you my example. <laughs> like, okay. I brought not only like my drive to like work in education and create those educational experiences for people, but really like how I enjoy interacting with the world mm-hmm. is through things, you know, that allow me to use my senses to interact with it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So I think that this episode, when I thought about, where I would go with it is it was just realizing the impact of that. And I think for me, I think it's so cool that your memory is that one of so much light and hope 
as I think about the other things that have gone on, I think that I only remember like negative things in my there childhood. There are quite a few of those too. I don't try to dwell on them. I spend an, many years dwelling on those things. What are some positives? So mom's hard work. So I remember working with her. Uh, my first memory of her being a business owner. I told you guys about that. Um, of us getting in the car and passing out flyers. And she w- would actually like show me how to make the flyers on the computer. And, and we do clip art at the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lord, with dial up connection. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, and just the industrial. I, I, I think that that's a good thing. Like mom was really like hard work and, and she would teach me how to balance a checkbook. Oh, another thing, actually, another good thing that I think I, I did not take this in. I don't know what, but so my first car. Yeah. I was so. going to ask, like when you learn to drive, I, for some reason that sticks out in my mind. <laughs> yes. So there are a couple things, <laughs> but the, the one that I remember the most is my first car. I had saved up money to buy and it was $500. <laughs> I had saved up five hundred to get my first car, <laughs> and I remember Auntie came over and she's like, "Tashanda, now that you have a car, there's things that you need to know." And so she brought this big old, <laughs> she called it an emergency kit. Yep, that, that's a, uh, yep. <laughs> and we spent all yep. day, and she was like, "This is how you change a tire," <laughs> and we went and changed tires. And she's like, "This is how you check your oil," <laughs> and then so I had this whole kit in my car. And it was like everything, like fix a flat, flashlights, blankets, batteries, like oh <laughs> anything you can think of oh that you needed. Right. She she went over this. Now, but here's the sad part is like, I want to say like seven years later, I actually needed something. <laughs> it was still the same kit. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh I definitely didn't God. have the stuff that it was old or expired. Oh my God. <laughs> but that, that was something though. Instead, I opted for that I would call other people or that I'd always have someone who I could call to fix my <laughs> car situation. That's definitely, yeah, that's the next option. That's hilarious. I remember her showing me how to change my oil so many times. I still don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I just take it to the shop. Yes. And yes, I don't yes. understand why it costs so much if it seems so easy. <laughs> if I could actually do it. If my lady showed me how to do it. I'm sure I could do it if I actually. It really can't be that complicated. <laughs> But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Till next time, I'm Tanisha Nicole, and I'm Shonda Dixon, and, and we, we are Black, Black Girl Fly. Fly.